0: Like you take your Bible if you would and turn to the book of Romans, the fourth chapter, verse sixteen through twenty-five. Verse sixteen. I really enjoyed the Sunday school class today. I guess I might put a muffler on my mouth where I won't interrupt, but the presence of the Lord to me was very rich and real. Very rich and real. Amen. Okay, if you're there, we'll turn to verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith, we would like to say. It doesn't matter how much we fast and pray and how much the Spirit of God we got in us. The things we obtain from God has to be by faith. We have to receive them by faith. Jesus did no mighty miracles in his hometown because of unbelief. When they brought the boy to him to throw step in the fire and the rivers, he asked that parent, the oh, father, you believe I can do this? He said, yes, but what? Yep, my unbelief. We must repent of unbelief and look for the miraculous, miracle-working power of God to work in our lives. So it's by faith. Therefore, it is a faith that it might be by grace to thee. The promise might be sure to all the seed, and that seed is I, us, you and I. I'd like you to, the, the promise was not to Abraham. If you look at that closely, it was to his seed that would come after him, who the promise was really made to, and that's you and I not to that only which is of the law but that which is of faith of abraham which is the father of us all it is written in other words these things are written for our examples i have made thee a father of many nations notice that god has made us brother michael done a good job this morning mentioning it without the spirit of god nothing happens Before him he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, calleth those things which be as not as they were, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. Not only that, he said, so shall thy seeds be also, in other words. Verse 19, being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform it. Verse 22. Therefore it was imputed to to him for righteousness. Verse 23. Now was it not written for his sake alone that it was imputed him. or us also to whom it shall be imputed. If we believe on him that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead, who was delivered for our offense, was raised again for our justification. I'm going to stop right there because that's the end. But we're going to title this this morning. Abraham was the father of faith, as we all know, but he considered not the visible evidence that was against him. That's the title of the message, Consider Not the Visible Evidence That Is Against You. You can't deny that it's not there like a person got a growth on their neck or head. There's no need to say it's not there. It's there. I don't care what you say. It's still there, right? Without trials, persecution, tribulation, we have no faith. That's the only way that God knows that we have faith. Smooth sailing, sailing does not prove we have faith. It's what we go through with proves to God we got faith. Now he's 75 years of age. He gets this promise. But he knows his body is dead. And he knows Sarah has a dead womb. The reason they hadn't produced children. But when he got up in the morning and looked in that mirror, he did not consider the visibility. Of the evidence. That he was dead. And neither did he consider. That Sarah. Was dead neither. The visible evidence was there. Until he turned. About a hundred years of age. Be about twenty five years. He never staggered. At the promise of God and what God had promised. The evidence, or the visible evidence, was there. I want to share with you this morning, you need not focus on your visible evidence that's there. You can't deny it's there. But you don't need to be looking and focusing on it. You need to be focusing on the one that gave the promise. We're not to focus on the promise. We're to focus on one that gives the promise. The Bible didn't say he believed the promise. He believed in God, Brother James, that did what? Gave the promise. We must believe in God what he has promised He going to bring about. In your patience, you'll possess your soul. We have to be patient with God. We're creating an image in the likeness of God, and God is patient. If we're filled with the Spirit of God, we're not going to be offended. The people that easily are offended does not have the Spirit of God in their lives. Or maybe it's got a little low. Because the Spirit of God keeps us from being offended. Sometimes it does hurt. But you can't focus on your offense. Though the visible evidence is there, you must stay focused on Him. That's where our strength comes from staying focused on him so we need to stay focused on him it was God who made Abraham the what the father of faith and the father of nations it was God that gave Abraham the ability not to consider his body dead and neither Sarah's womb did. My God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. He will give us the kind of faith we need when things are going wrong. To stand firm with God. And not focus on the visible evidence that's there. Abraham was strong in faith. Jesus says the word I speak unto you is what? Light. We're to stay focused on the word that Jesus spoke to us is what? Life. Proverbs, I believe, is 422, and said, the word is health to your what? Flesh. The word health there in the original means it's like medicine. The word is good to our spirit, it's good to our body. It's like medicine in our body when we obtain. Not well obtained and entertain the word of God. The word there considered means to actively, firmly set one eyes or mind upon something another. Now, when God gives us the promise, our eyes firmly and actively and our minds must stay on who the promise givers and some people said brother billy they tell me you can't do that you, you, your mind just wanders here and there your mind wandered here and there i believe sister linda i know brother leslie heard a message from dr mark hamby one time calling in all the cats you remember that he said if you got a stray cat and you let it run astray, won't be long you're going to have a bunch of little cats. And won't be long you're going to have a bunch of more cats. And they're going to come back home with ringworms and all sorts of things on them. That's what your mind does to you. you got to gird up the loins of your mind. you got to tell your mind, listen, you can't be wandering over there. we got to silence every spirit that comes in our heart or our mind. that's not like Christ or come from the Word of God we got to be Christ-like. Jesus told Peter, said, get thee behind me, Satan. He wasn't calling Peter Satan. He was calling the spirit that Peter was acting in to get behind him because he knew not the plan of God. Every spirit that comes to us does not line up with this book. We must sense it. It's not of God. Submit yourself to God and do what? resist that devil and he'll do what you can't let your mind wander here you can't let it run over here you can't let it run over there but brother billy i just can't help it god shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory We have not because we do not ask God. Listen, God, I'm having trouble with my mind. My mind won't settle down. My mind won't do this. My mind won't do that. Ask God to help you. He's a present help in the time of need. When we need God, he's there to help us. Abraham's our father of faith. Brother Michael, he didn't consider that 100-year-old body dead. And when he looked at Sarah, he didn't consider her womb dead. Even though she's 90 years old now. He didn't consider it. He considered the promise that he'd got from God. And the Bible said and he believed God was what? Able to make her womb come alive and make him come alive and produce what God had promised him. He grew stronger in faith. How many know and believe that our faith is to grow stronger? Hmm? There's something wrong with a the Christian. They get born today, 20 years later, and they're still in p- Pampers. Something wrong somewhere. They're still in the first grade. We already, already have a Ph.D. by now huh? in, in the kingdom of God. The Bible says you go from strength to strength. It says you go from glory to glory. Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. But now I'm grown up. Brother Peel, he said, now I'm grown up. I, I, I speak like a grown person. A grown person, a grown person in the Spirit of God with sense when the Spirit is coming into them is contrary to the Word of God. And they will automatically, immediately... Approach that spirit and cast that spirit out. Or oh, cast him out. I mean, know that God's given you power to cast out spirits? If we can't cast the spirit out of our mind, we can't cast the spirit out of other people coming down here. Now, church, I'm, I'm trying to get us fed today. You first got to, where does charity begin? You first got to learn to have charity in yourself. And when you recognize that spirit is not of God, just like Jesus said, He used the Bible, the Word of God, to come against Satan for 40 days in the wilderness. He sensed that. You know, the devil can twist up Scripture and make it sound real. He can transform himself into an angel of light. I believe in prophecy, but I don't believe all prophecy that comes. I don't believe that. Because sometimes I try the Spirit, and that's not of God but I don't waste my time worrying about it. I just cast it aside and keep going on. Abraham considered not the visible evidence that pointed to his life. He believed what God said. Elisha asked, Elijah asked Elisha, said, what do you want? How come you sticking so close to me? He said, go back home. Don't bother me no more. Just, just, did, how many read that in there where he told him to do what? Told him, go home. Go on back home. But what do you want? I want you to notice how many times Jesus asked him in the Bible, said, what do you want? What do you want? Elisha said, I want a double portion of what you got. Elisha said, Elijah said, you asking something hard and difficult. But nevertheless, I want you to notice this right here. But nevertheless, if you how many wish the if and nuts and buts wasn't in the Bible? Ifs and buts. Deuteronomy 28 starts out with buts. But if you do what? Come on, Diane, say that loud. If you diligently see me when I go away. I want you to notice Elijah shifted the responsibility from himself, glory to God. He shifted the responsibility to Elisha. Elijah knew he had the anointing. He could call a fire down from heaven, burn up 50 prophets at one time. He could, he could just do that. He could just jump up and just disappear and be gone somewhere and just fly over here and fly over there. He knew he had the power. Can I ask you a question? How many of us believe this morning we have the power of God to discern something when it's not right, trying to come in our lives, that we can shut the door on it and say, listen, you'd leave here. The evidence. The visibility is there. But Elijah shifted the responsibility. If you see me when I go away now, it's going to come. He says it's going to come. Faith comes what by what? It comes. I'm telling you, it comes. Ain't Nothing can stop it from coming. It comes. I see now I'm not going to get through, but that don't matter. Brother Yochum used to teach us... If God gives you something to keep, it ain't going to spoil. Israel had to keep their eye on the brazen serpent when they were bitten to be healed. God put up the brazen serpent, but he shifted the responsibility where. How many know that God has shifted responsibility on us? Everyone that looked and gazed and stared was what? Even though the visible evidence was there, they were sick, but when they looked, the power flowed into them. Abraham considered very attentive to the condition of his body. If you've got a terrible headache, somebody can't tell you. Well, you it, just, just act like it's not there. Huh? Man, I used to have them, but man, I hadn't had one I don't know so long. Brother Eddie Malam never had one in his life. Buster Dunn worked at the house on a well pump when he was about 90. He said, you know, I have never in my life had an upset stomach. I have never gurgitated. 90 years old. I mean, you know, when you got it, you got it. You can't say when you're hugging that commode, you can't say, I ain't got it. You got it. Are you with me? The visible evidence is there but you don't stagger what god has said and what he has said will come to pass it may not come right then but it's coming it's coming it's on its way and we silent every voice in order to hear the whispering voice of god god only only nearly you read in the Bible; only speaks two ways, only two ways. One is a loud voice, and the other is a whispered voice. You got to be attentive. He told all seven churches, "He that has ears to hear, let him hear." Sometimes we're hearing too much of what's not of God, and not enough of God. Sometimes you got to, David said, "I'm gonna silence myself." So I can hear the voice of God. Don't let these things crowd us out. Jesus was a master at silence in the spirit. Second Corinthians three eighteen says, "All of us have had the veil removed, so that we can be mirrors that brightly reflect the glory of the Lord, as the Spirit of the Lord works." Within us, we become more and more like him and reflect in his glory even more. Even more. We reflect his glory. We are to be fully yielded to the anointing that transforms us. We have to be silenced before it. (coughs) Excuse me. Her name was Michelle Hamilton. She was on a canoe trip in the ocean. She tried to decide she'd go around this reef. A storm came up. Turned the canoe over. Broke into pieces. I'm just going to make it short. It broke into pieces. She was wounded and bleeding pretty bad. He was trying to hang on to part of the wood. Sharks started swimming around her. The visible evidence was there that she's what? She's gonna be eaten alive. He was there. The visible evidence was there. And all of a sudden, and this tragedy in her life, realizing it was about over, just going to be a few moments, she heard an audible voice. This sort of goes along with our Sunday school lesson one about God using Cyrus. He was, he was not a very good guy, but he was a king. But how God used him mightily. She heard an audible voice. You're not going to die. How I many you know that that would get your attention out in the ocean where you didn't, wouldn't see nobody? She sort of looked around, didn't see anybody. And she would said, would you say that again? said, I wasn't expecting to hear it again. How many of you, if, glory to God. If you miss God, don't sit down and weep and cry. Ask God to do what? Say it again. I missed it. I know I'm getting hard of hearing, right? Sometimes I had to her to do what? Would you do what? Would, would you say it again? You know. Sometimes I hear, I got in the habit of it. Sometimes I hear, but I got in the habit to say it. Would you say it again? She said, Would you say that again? She said, I wasn't expecting to hear it again. He said, I said, you're not going to die. Hallelujah. I'm going to say to you this morning, you're not going to die because some visible evidence shows some tragedy in your life. Because that same voice that spoke to her lives inside you if you're a Christian. She said, I'm not a Christian. What do you want from me? The voice spoke again louder this time. I want 100% of your faith. I want 100%. Not 99%. She began to look around thinking a helicopter was a coming or a plane was a coming or something was going to come rescue her. But nothing came. Sharks were still there. Swimming around her. But she had that promise from that voice. You're not going to die. How many what you got a promise from the mouth of the living God? She winds up and says, I now have got the power that lives in me, and his name is Jesus. After a day or so, still thinking she was going to die. No aircraft, no helicopter. But in the far distance, she saw a fishing boat. It wasn't long the fishing boat saw her. And came where she was. I mean you know that God is never late. Hmm. It may look like sometime he's late. The visible evidence was there. But we're not to consider the visible evidence. One Peggy's test they showed her Gina was there. I mean, just as visible as you could see. I mean, that wasn't more. It was there. It was. He's, That's your problem right here. But God healed that problem. You couldn't deny it was there because she'd been s- such pain for three or four days. She couldn't say, "Well, it's not there." It was there. I could go on some more about it, but I won't. We're getting ready to baptize, so you want to. Uh, I want 100%. He said, I want 100% of you. I'm going to skip through some of this right quick. We don't want to weary you this morning. Hallelujah. We find in First Chronicles 23 and 22, David told Solomon, said, the Lord told me I can't build a tabernacle. I want to build it. But he said, I can't. But I'm going to gather gold and list all what he's going to do. And the Bible said he worked and gathered in abundance. The Bible said he was old and well in age, but he gathered abundance. Even though he was not going to be able to help build it, he gathered and made provisions for it. The evidence was there when he looked in the mirror. He was what? Old. You can't say, I'm not getting old. You're going to get old. You're going to have racetracks in your face that you didn't think ever existed. But you can say, I'm going to my grave in a good old age and full of good health. As David did. I want to share something else with you, and then I'm going to read Scripture from the Bible. This woman was 86 years old. She was in the hospital. She'd been there many months. And the doctors told the family, said, we don't believe we ought to go on. She's on life support. The family said, we agree. We agree. So they got the doctors and the families and all gathered around in the room to take her off life support. And a young doctor was standing there he said, just a minute. said, let's just don't be too hasty here. said, a life is a precious thing. He reached over, can I have your hand? Held her hand and gently began to rub her arm. Began to rub her arm. She opened her eyes and looked at him said, I didn't think nobody cared. There's power in your thoughts. God says, I know the thoughts I think toward you and they're good thoughts. We're creating an image and the likeness of God. We can send good thoughts. Listen, if China can send a message and print it out on that copy machine back there in color, I don't know how they do that, but that's awesome. They got that idea from God. Brother Michael Taylor done a wonderful job this morning. There's no idea in this world except it came from God. We can send waves across by thinking the right thing to people that's in trouble. She said, I just a soft, loving, compassionate, caring. She said, I didn't think nobody cared. Open those eyes and began to talk and then begin to get up and walk. I'm telling you, God is a miracle working. God, He's not dead. He's alive. Everywhere you turn, He's doing miraculous things. So when you got a problem and the evidence is there. Are the visibility there? You can see it and you know it's there. Don't consider it. Consider the promise that God gave you, that he gave you. Let me read from uh, Amos, I believe it is. I'm going to read from the Message Bible. But also on the judgment day, I will restore David's house. Acts 3 talks about how God's going to restore the house of David. That has fallen to pieces. I'll repair the holes in the roof, replace the broken windows. I'll make it look like new. David's people will be strong again and seize what's left of the enemy of Eden. Plus ever else, plus everyone else, under my sovereign judgment, God decrees this. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now, God decrees. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of another. You won't be able to believe and keep up with all the everything will be happening to you at once. Everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine torn off the mountains and in the hills. I will make everything right again for my people. What a promise we have from God. We're to preach the whole counsel of God. The wonderful blessings of God. So get ready. If you're not ready, God's going to pour out on you like you've never witnessed and seen before. Evidence may be there, may be visible. Linda Hill, I know you've been through some pain. But I believe you could say the visible evidence was there. But you can't consider it. Got to believe God. I believe God. I believe God. It's there. I know it's there. I feel it's there. But I believe God. I believe the diagnosis, but I don't believe the prognosis. I believe God. Amen. God bless you for being here this morning.